This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. All right, everybody, welcome back to the WOMED. Um, it's kind of like a rainy, nasty day here in Nashville, but we've got some bright sunshine coming to you here on the WOMED. Today, we have the absolutely stunning Dr. Krista Marie Coleman. She is a family practice doc, and I really just, I have to shout out Figs here again, because I met Krista Marie at an event sponsored by Figs, and they just have their eye on some really interesting people. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Coleman, thank you so much for joining us today. We're so excited to have you. Yes, I am excited to be here. Thank you, ladies, for having me on this awesome, awesome show. Love it all. You're welcome. How are you doing today? I am doing well. I'm doing well. Hopefully, I'll be able to bring a ray of sunshine because it's rainy here, too, in Virginia. So Same here. Well, your face is already brightening up everything over here. So Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Thank you. Hearts. Hearts. I just saw that you're the glow up doctor. Is that is that because you're just so good looking? How do I do that to myself? Gosh dang it. I, I mean, I, I wanted to ask the same thing. I was like, no, like you're you literally glow. It's like, why is she so oh. good looking? Oh my gosh. You guys, y'all, y'all are beautiful. Oh my goodness, y'all are so sweet. Thank you. But yes, I am also known as the glow up doctor. You know, some of the patients call me that because I help people glow up. Oh, I, love that. <laughs> I love that so much. Yes. All right. We are definitely going to get into the glow up doctor a little bit here. But, you know, we always have a lubrication question. So today, dun, 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 dun. I don't know. <laughs> the lubrication question is if you were famous, what would your stage name be? Oh, goodness. Glow Up Doctor. That's what it should Ooh. be. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice one. Um, it would be, oh my goodness. Can I have like 10 seconds to think about it? You totally can. Danny, uh, what would you be? I don't be? know. I'm so bad at this game. I'm so bad. I've been trying. Danielle even told me the question in advance and I still have no answer. All I can think of is like, I got one for you. What? I would call you. That's what I would do. Dab normal. Oh, that's perfect. I love that. I love that. I, I also have used the name hyperdynamic for myself because I work in cardiac surgery and hearts are hyperdynamic. So I was like, oh, I'm so smart. Hyperdynamic (laughs) is one of my other names. So, um, I like both of those. I'm, I'm okay with that. (laughs) It's really catchy. Okay. Okay. Mine would be Big D, of obviously. Of course. <laughs> of course. Because I am Big D energy. You are. You know, I'm, I'm changing the game. Yes. yes. Big D, Big D. Yes, besides Glow Up Doc, it would probably be K all day, you know, K all day. Ooh, yes. I mean, why not? Of course. Why not? Uh, yeah, I love that. I did go on like and do like a name generator just to see if I could come up with like, I mean, that's how, like, Post Malone got his rapper name. Like, oh, I was really? like, well, maybe I can find a better name than Big D. And <laughs> they gave me, I took this quiz twice, and it gave me Chantal Manchester. <laughs> that's just weird. I don't even know. That know. is weird. You I'm don't like, look like a Chantal. Chantal. No. no. I like I Big D. I didn't think so either, but I was like, 
I don't know. <laughs> it's like that was random. Just skip with or just stick with Big D. It's yeah, just your, I'm that's sticking your with name Big D forever. It is. Big Big D sounds great, and that's super interesting that that's how Post Malone got his name. Yeah, that's well, crazy. at least that's what I heard. Like he like did like a a rap name generator, and huh. it was like Post Malone. I'm put that on my things to do list. Yeah, right? No kidding. (laughs) I don't know. Your name's pretty great by itself. (laughs) Noom, noom, noom. I am so happy with the support in reaching my health goals that Noom has given me. They've created a single program to meet all of your health and weight loss needs. No more hunting for training apps, calorie trackers, or meal plans. Noom has all of that and more. And a live goal specialist you can message. The app does so much. It has a pedometer and has a way for you to track your meals with the most expansive amount of food and portion sizes to choose from. You can also track whatever workouts you do too. It focuses on making lifelong health changes using a cognitive behavioral approach. I've learned to make much healthier choices using Noom. If you're ready to take a small step to make a big change in your life, go to noom.com slash WOMED today. You can sign up for a free trial at noom.com slash WOMED. Again, that's N-O-O-M dot com slash WOMED and take a small step for yourself. We usually like to start off with, with like people's medical training. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your training, like why you got started in the medical field? Yes, of course. When I was younger, I was really inspired, just overhead. I was inspired by my younger brother. I was raised in a household with a younger brother who had a rare genetic disorder. And so that just opened a lot of, you know, doors for me and opened my eyes to the field Mm -hmm. of medicine, being exposed to lots of doctors, um, always being in and out of the hospitals and so forth. And I was really just intrigued by it, everything. I went along to high school, really loved the sciences and anatomy. And I was like, man, body's kind of cool. You know, maybe, maybe I'll think about medicine. Got into college. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to pursue the pre-med route. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, here I am, I tracked along and I've shared, you know, and we can talk about it another time too, or, you know, another segment, but when I was in college, was told that medicine was not for me. Maybe I should think about other routes to go and um, consider other options. And I just kind of had my head, my head brain on it. Like, you know what? No, this is what I really want to do. This is something, this is my calling. Were these like counselors or like teachers you had that were saying this? So they were counselors, Mm -hmm. counselors, Uh. people, and also people who I looked up to, who Mm -hmm. I, you know, thought were close to me and I was really looking for extra push, motivation, mm-hmm. you know, feeding little, I call them little doubters, yeah. doubters yeah. in your head, you know? Um, but nonetheless, I ignored them, pushed forward mm-hmm. and went ahead, got accepted to medical school. And I did awesome. undergrad at Rutgers University oh. in New Jersey. Cool. And then I went to medical school at New York Medical in New York, Westchester, awesome. New York. And um, after that... I decided I wanted to go into the beautiful field of family medicine, and I completed my residency at Halifax Family Medicine Residency, Mm -hmm. which is in Daytona Beach. So I 
You Left literally have been everywhere on the East Coast. To Florida, did my residency and finished. And then I moved to Atlanta, had a, a small stint there where I worked, spent some time there. And now I'm in Virginia and here we are. Wow. Awesome. Here we are. Mm-hmm. So in, in moving around a lot like that, like you, now correct me, are you, you married now or are you engaged? No, I'm engaged. Oh, okay. Yeah, still, still off the market. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like trying to maintain a personal relationship like that when you're literally being pulled all up and down the East Coast? Yeah, so it definitely is challenging. Yeah. It's challenging just because obviously the different schedules, sometimes mm-hmm. you may be in different time zones. Um, and yeah. you really have to be with someone who is very supportive and who just understands the grind. And so yeah. my fiance is not in medicine at all. He is mm-hmm. in a completely different field. He's actually um, in finance investing, which is, yeah. is good. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's complete opposite and doctors need to know about money right. and so forth. So, <laughs> you know, it definitely can be a challenge, but it can also have its pros too. You know, mm-hmm. when I was in medical school and also in residency, it's like I was very focused, um, very driven, very focused. And so if your significant other is not there with you at that point, you know, at that time, it just makes it a little bit, you, no distractions, and you can just really focus on on your work and your studies. But at the same time, you miss them, you want to have them nearby. Yeah. You just want to have somebody to cuddle with, you know, yes. those nights are rough. So <laughs> it has its pros and its, its cons. Mm-hmm. So are you guys together mm-hmm. now in the same city or no? Yes. Oh, you are. are Oh, good. And so this is one, this is like the first time we have been together in the same household. We are living together and it's beautiful. Oh, that's wonderful. That's got to feel so much better, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. You definitely will hear things along the way because I did too, in terms of relationships as well. You know, people will say, oh my goodness, it's never, it's not going to work. You know, you can't do long distance Mm -hmm. and no. It totally can work. Yeah. If you have two devoted, dedicated people, you will make it work. And you want to make it work, mm. you'll yeah. find a way. Sky, I mean, it's 2019. Sky, FaceTime, text yeah. messages, everything. You make it work. Yes. So how long have you guys been together then? So were you together all through residency too? So no, we, not throughout residency towards my second year of residency oh wow um, so we got together mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and that was challenging too I gave him kudos I was like I wasn't the, the easiest person during residency <laughs> no. I was, I'm sure you were so oh my goodness out. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even date myself <laughs> <laughs> you're worth it though I was a, I yeah I was worth you were it. worth it though <laughs> he knew it I love that well yeah 100 <laughs> percent yeah he did he did. He knew it. He was very persistent. I mean, I didn't give him a chance a day in the beginning mm-hmm. and he stayed on my radar. He would just pop in and like send me messages randomly oh like, gosh. hey, thinking about you or hey, do you have oh. a weekend available? And I'd be like, mm, let me look at my calendar. Mm, no. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I gave in. I gave in and I'm so glad I did. Oh, that's so wonderful. Oh. I love seeing people who so are in love. Oh, you seem so genuine about love. it too. I do too. <laughs> My gosh. It proves there are really good supportive men out there. <laughs> really, truthfully, that can be with like, you know, it gets so discouraging. A now. strong yeah, as so women. Yeah, so I was going to say, it gets so discouraging after a while. Like I'm 
finally not single after many years of being single and a divorce. And so <laughs> I don't know, you know, it finally like gives you some hope to realize that like there are some decent men out there for those of us who are in our thirties and, <laughs> and can take care yeah. of ourselves and whatever. There are. I mean, I almost lost hope and me too. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm in, I was in Daytona beach mm-hmm. and I said, Oh my goodness, this, this is the last place that I would think to meet someone I you know it wasn't on my radar right. and I was in yeah. residency is busy and we met online oh wow so also you know don't discount or discredit online dating yeah <laughs> yeah I met mine on Bumble so <laughs> fine <laughs> well maybe I'll give Bumble a shot we'll see I, you should I love Bumble <laughs> did take me like five years on Bumble to find someone, but that's not the, that's not the point. I found him. You found him. I found him. That's why I'm stuck in Cleveland forever. It's going to be my new home (laughs) for the rest of my life. I know that's something that like a lot of people struggle with though, is their relationships and stuff Mm -hmm. through med school. Like, do you have, like, what's one big piece of advice you have for, for people like in relationships during residency fellowship, like What's the biggest thing you can, you can offer people or suggest to people? Yeah. Um, to not lose hope, not lose hope because during those, those years, they're very hard, strenuous, very stressful, Mm -hmm. um, to not lose hope and to make sure, like I said, if this is something you know that you want. Mm-hmm. and the other person wants, then mm-hmm. you will fight and do what you need to do to make it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, and actually, I'll add, I'll add that you want to make sure that you're with someone who understands the grind, who respects what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. and who, if you're a strong woman, they're going to be right there to support you and stand by you, and that they're not intimidated by what you have to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's huge. That's great advice. For sure. I honestly can't say enough good things about Skillshare. I would consider myself more of a super nerd. If I could go back to school just to sit in lectures and take notes, I 100% would. But Skillshare is way cheaper and there's no tests. I'm a terrible test taker. Skillshare allows me to keep learning while feeling my creative side. I love writing and journaling. And it has been so much fun to learn more about the creative writing process and mold that into my own practice. If you have a creative side, or you're just itching to learn something new, Skillshare has thousands of classes like photography, graphic and web design, film and video, marketing, productivity, just to name a few. Like there are thousands, thousands of classes. Right now, they are offering WOMED listeners two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started today and head to Skillshare.com slash WOMED to sign up. Again, that's Skillshare.com slash WOMED. So if we veer off into another topic, I think it takes a super special person to do family medicine. I feel like you Mm -hmm. don't get the glory that you deserve often enough. And you guys do so much and are dealing with upstream problems, you know, which like many times in the United States is not valued as much, but I personally, I love family medicine, internal medicine doctors, and 
I see one myself and I, so I have a great appreciation for what you do. And, um, my grandfather sort of did a similar thing as well. And he was, he just, it's, it was a different time back then, but you work like absolute dogs and I, the follow-up with people and whatever you have to do (laughs) is just insane. So I, I'm curious how you decided to get into that and why it became your passion. Yes. Well, thank you. And I mean, I admire you both too. I mean, nurses do so much. All right. <laughs> oh, you guys you. do a lot as well too. Thank so, you. Definitely admire and respect what you all do. But for family medicine, it came upon, it kind of just fell into my lap when I was a med student. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I liked a little bit of everything when during third year and fourth year, you're in the clinical setting. And so you get to rotate through the different specialties and I liked internal medicine. Mm-hmm. I liked peds. You know, I loved geriatrics. I loved the old mm-hmm. people too. Me too. They're just so adorable. <laughs> Me too. They are so cute. They did. And I liked OB as well. Um, that was another contender for me. And I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. Family medicine would allow me to practice everything mm-hmm. if I so chose to, yeah. you know? Um, and then I'd also spoken with a lot of other family medicine docs that were out there and what I what really attracted me to was that within family medicine, you can also find your own niche. So mm-hmm. you'll, family medicine, wherever you go, you will be able to handle almost any and everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You will see everyone. You'll see your adults, peds, adults, old people, <laughs> you yeah. see everyone and you'll be able to handle everything. And so if you want to also incorporate or learn about a little bit of aesthetics, you can do that. If you want to learn about lifestyle medicine, that's your thing. You can do that. Um, you want to do food and culinary. You can do that. So within family medicine, you can certainly have your own niche. And I said, you know what? This is. This sounds like the field for me. I couldn't make up my mind. <laughs> couldn't make up my mind. That's. I didn't even know that was. I didn't know that was possible. Actually, like that you could have like a specific area of family practice. Like that's super you cool. Can. And with, and you can also, I know family medicine docs who've done ER as well. Ah. You could do sports medicine. I mean, you can take these other little routes and I mentioned OB mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So you're able to do all of those things within family medicine, which I thought was completely cool. Yeah. That's really know, cool. Compared to some of the other specialties. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is there a route that you're like specializing in with the family medicine? Yes. So I have an interest in weight management. Okay. And so I've kind of taken a, a route um, mm-hmm. to become a, a diplomat for the American Obesity Society. Mm-hmm. And cool. um, I'm also interested in aesthetics. And so that mm-hmm. is to come. To come. Yes. Talk, talk to me next year and we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about some different oh, Aesthetics are fascinating. Cool. There's it just, is. there's so much you can do with like a tiny little bit of filler just to like. Just a tad. Just like, it's literally like a fifth of a teaspoon and it like changes someone's whole face and perception of themselves. So Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I definitely plan to, or would like to incorporate that into yeah. my practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you cool. are the glow up doc, so that you definitely, yeah. I like, to. I feel like you have yeah, to. Yeah, you're literally going <laughs> to yeah. make people like glow more. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Gosh, that is really cool, though. I had no I had never even thought about that. So if you're not to lag on this forever, but if you're internal medicine, can you do the same thing or no? You can with internal medicine. You can also take certain 
you can subspecialize. So you can go into cardiology, GI, Mm -hmm. or so forth. I see. Or you can just remain internal medicine, but they don't see peds. Oh. And they don't do OB. Oh, okay. All right. So that's quite a difference, honestly. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Wow. I could also be like really wrong on this, but I feel like with family medicine, like you might not burn out as much. Like you see, you see the good and the bad, but you also get to kind of grow with your patients. Like you get to see them like heal from different things or like taking care of someone who just like had a baby and like they're coming in to do like all of their checkups and stuff like that too. And like you become their doctor and like you get to see them go through like second grade, fifth grade, you know, like our, like my childhood doctor is like one of my favorite people. Like he was so cool. Are you still seeing your pediatrician? <laughs> no, I am not. He's, he has since retired. He's in Wisconsin. <laughs> but he was, he was a family practice doc, but he actually, um, he actually delivered me and he wow. worked at the same hospital that my parents met at. And so like they were all friends and then he, he did like deliveries, but then was also had his clinic hours and stuff like that too. So so He's I thought cool that was extremely beautiful. And when I spent time in clinic and even when I got finished residency and I started working in the real mm-hmm. world, I would see entire, you know, the whole family. So yeah. I'd see grandma and then I'd see the daughter and then I, mm-hmm. the daughter would have just had a baby. And so I would yeah. see everyone, a, gener- a generation in the yeah. office and it was beautiful. And you also begin to learn a little bit about people's lifestyles and their habits, which mm-hmm. I think plays a role in sometimes their disease processes and yeah, definitely. People, you see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved seeing that and being a part of it. So it, it definitely helped with the treatment processes and just mm-hmm. understanding how to provide the appropriate care for the patients that they need. Well, that's wonderful. God, you're so awesome. <laughs> if you were in Nashville, you'd be my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that made me squeal with delight. <laughs> so everyone go see Dr. Coleman because she's really awesome. Come see me. Come see me. I, I you know, I'm like, if you're in Virginia, Virginia. <laughs> if you're in Virginia, but yeah, you know, we may not be here for too, too much longer. So, oh, TBD, the plot yeah. thickens. TBD, the plot, the plot thickens. thickens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. so how did, when, when did you start your Instagram account and why and how did that all come to fruition? Oh my goodness. I started Instagram. I started Instagram when I was in residency. I had mm-hmm. a I called it a play a play play account. Mm-hmm. And I would just <laughs> post random pictures, you know, a picture of a cup, a picture yeah. maybe of me smiling here and there. And it was just honestly just to shoot the the breeze. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then when I started working, when I started, I finished residency and started working in the real world, mm-hmm. I started another account. And that was when I started Dr. Krista Marie. Okay. Awesome. And this account, I took a little bit more serious. I was a little bit more thoughtful about the posts. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what, this would be a great way to meet people. I was new to Atlanta. So I said, this would be a great way to just meet people in this city, in this, um, this area, and also a great way to help educate. So to share some knowledge, share some Mm -hmm. medical tidbits here and there. And then it grew. Mm -hmm. I started sharing medical tidbits 
And then I also started sharing posts that talked about some of my experiences in medicine as Mm -hmm. a woman, just some of the struggles that we go through. And I found that some of the posts really resonated with a lot of people and they, you know, people enjoyed and appreciated all of it. And so now we've grown and I love that account. (laughs) I love everyone who's, who's following along on the journey too. Well, your account is so beautifully catered to that. Like it's, it's empowering. You do have all the, um, like your tip Tuesdays and stuff like that. I I like those little, (laughs) little like things that you have. And it's, I just, I love how you speak about what you're passionate about. I appreciate that. And I did want it to be an account that was empowering and inspiring for mm-hmm. women. But then I said, you know what, for, for everyone as well, too, yeah. because we all need and could use a little bit of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want when people come to my page to get a po- get positive feelings, get good feelings, mm-hmm. and to leave with, okay, I feel better than I felt before I saw her page. I want to, you know, I'm interested in what she has to say and I want to feel like I'm just helping people. And Mm -hmm. it's a great, I mean, it's just a great platform, a great way to touch so many lives compared to the small numbers that I I see in the office as well. Well, Yeah. And you can get more medical information and stuff out there too for people. Correct. Yeah. And I've noticed it definitely helps to try and debunk certain myths Yes. You know, people find all kinds of stuff online. Very interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's also great to just share truthful, evidence-based, you know, medicine, relevant yeah. medicine. Yeah. And yes. fa- actual facts with people. Yes. I was, facts are so important. They are. I um, <laughs> So, you know, full disclosure, I, I wasn't following you until today because I just, well, I didn't know. First of all, I'm a little jealous. I know. I'm sure you saw me. I was like, oh, do I follow her now or after? That's what I was thinking. But so I, so I, I'm first one, I'm jealous that you were at the figs retreat that I was not, I couldn't go because I was working and then you didn't get to come or you weren't there this year. And I'm upset by that. So I, I was out of the loop on that situation. And then I just, I got so behind. I didn't do a ton of prep, but so I was reading your Instagram account. So I found your Instagram account. So I was reading through. And then all of a sudden I was like 12 posts in and I read, I just, she, you know, like D's right. I just read every single word of it. It's just a very nice account. And I did feel better. Like I just kept feeling good. So I kept scrolling through and I was like, once again, like, she's really pretty, like what, you know, and she has like such a nice like voice and the way you put words together is so nice. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking to myself, and I don't know why exactly I feel I should ask you this question because lots of us have Instagram accounts, but it's on my mind recently because a friend of mine is applying to medical, I'm sorry, she's in medical school, but is going through the residency match process and was Mm -hmm. asking about what she should do with her Instagram account and um, as a physician. And so I feel like physicians have different types of Instagram accounts than some nurses. Like we all have our little stereotypes and stuff. What, what do you think as a physician you should do with your Instagram account? If you have 20,000 followers, maybe even more, even if it is a positive account, or do you have 
um, like hard no's that you leave off of your account. Um, but more so I'm thinking, you know, what do you do if you're trying to match somewhere with, mm. with all of this uh, business that's out? Like, you know, the politics of medicine better than, than we do, you know? So I'm just curious. That's a great question because um, when I was applying, not for fellowship, but for even just medical school, I had my, I was on Facebook uh-huh. quite, often, quite a bit. And I think I, I ended up taking, took down some pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't crazy and appropriate, but you know. Do they check? I suppose I was, they check all that stuff. Now. I, was at a, I was, you know, yeah, it just wasn't appropriate, but I, I took down certain pictures and they do. They oh. do. Um, when I was mm-hmm, when I was in residency, um, I was as chief resident. We ha- often will help with interviews and looking at applicants, and mm-hmm. we look at every single thing. Oh, okay? and everything. Believe it when I say it. Everyone's looking. So whether you have mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, you know, your LinkedIn, Google your name. My advice would be mm-hmm. obviously. Google your name and see what pops up. I don't like to Google and my name either. <laughs> see what pops up because that's what people are going to do. And go, yeah. under, go under images and see what little pictures are lurking out there that you may or may not be comfortable with mm-hmm. a potential program director knowing about. Yeah. Um, you know, if you have an Instagram account and you have a large following, it's if it's positive, you're spreading positivity, and, you know, there really shouldn't be anything to worry about mm-hmm. at that point. I don't think you, you need to necessarily remove your account or private it. But if you if it's just a, a party account that you have and you post things freely, then I would be a little bit more leery and probably just make it private. Uh, make sure your name is also an appropriate name, not like, you know, Big Booty 52. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Like you know, make sure that your right, screen name right. is appropriate yeah. on there, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> but if your Instagram account is private, you have a little bit more filter in terms of who's able to see see your page. <laughs> so okay. if you're really worried, if you're in doubt, just make it private. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I just don't know where we too. are yet these days when it comes to Instagram accounts and blogs and whatever. I mean, when I applied to my current job, I was like very transparent about mine. And because I felt like if my employer wasn't on board with it, or, you know, like I knew the nurses that I worked with would know. So I just didn't want to come across as I was like, I was hiding something. And Mm. if I didn't get Mm -hmm. offered the job, then it wasn't the job for me was the mindset that I had. But I, but it's a little different than applying to residency, you know, or fellowship or something like that. Like that's your next step. So I honestly like didn't know what to tell my friend. So I'll tell her now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, I mean, it sounds like she's on the right path. She's, you know, you're, you guys are friends. So sounds like she's probably a wonderful person and I'm sure her account is great. It's not bad. Providing great. Yeah. Yeah, So I'm sure. It would be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it could also be another, it's a conversation starter if she were to get called in for an interview. Oh, You know, yeah. a lot of times we want to talk about your involvement in social media. Are you use? how are you utilizing social media in this day and age with changes in medicine and healthcare? Yeah. Or if you have a blog, mm-hmm. you know, it's a great conversation piece and starter. So gotcha. I would encourage her to use that to talk about it. 
Excellent. So what, um, what myths have you been able to dispel (laughs) out of curiosity (laughs) since you brought that up? Well, I talk, (laughs) we talk about anti, I talk a lot about antibiotics. Um, I've done posts on antibiotics because it is cold and flu season right now. And we see a lot um, of the people coming in and Every time we sneeze or we cough, oh my gosh, I need an antibiotic. I need that medication. I get mm-hmm. it every time. But you don't always have to, you don't always need an antibiotic. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Myths about flu, about vaccines. Oh, I bet you oh, have Lord. so much of that. <laughs> you have so much of that. Right. I'm sure you all see it. Too. Do you guys oh, yeah. see it? Most of the oh, people. Yeah. Everyone's like, at the one time I got a flu vaccine, I got the flu. And I was like, you didn't get the flu. Yeah. Most of the time when I see people with flu, they're almost dead. So I don't, I'm, I'm serious. They're literally almost dead on, right. on ECMO or something or a pregnant woman mm-hmm. on ECMO. Like they're literally mm-hmm. almost dead. So I will always get the flu shot from my experiences. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. not just because it's mandated at my institution, but because I'd rather not be dead if it were my choice. Yeah. Right. So you have a choice. Yeah, exactly. If it were my choice. <laughs> so, but that's really all I run into with vaccines. I work in the CVICU, so it's a little different. Mm-hmm. But Danielle, yes. on the other hand, I'm sure sees oh. much more than that. Yeah. I've I've seen my fair share of anti-vaxxers and trying to have conversations with them about like why they feel like that's the best pathway for them and it's it's a little frustrating yeah yeah definitely it can be frustrating and I try not to get into too much of it online right um, yeah because people will really they try and push your buttons oh they really do they really that's just people online period we're just the messengers (laughs) yeah we're just the messengers we're giving you you know and I'm not here to tell anyone what they should and shouldn't do I'm here to give you education to share some knowledge and facts and you can decide whether you want to go with a or b that's right yes but i tell people you don't get the flu shot i'll see you in a couple weeks (laughs) (laughs) right it's gonna put you down it's so bad that like barely works the flu is so awful i i i remember one of my boyfriends got the flu and he was down for two weeks solid like it is serious business i oh. like a year and a half ago oh really Me too. i do not mm-hmm. mess around it was bad well yeah mm-hmm. you probably see in the office all day too oh yeah and you mm-hmm. never mind <laughs> i'm putting things together but <laughs> oh stuff is bad so what is oh, it it is so people get your shot yeah yes definitely. or you'll be coughing up blood like i did Ew. It was not fun. <laughs> oh my god that's terrible oh yeah i had a real bad <laughs> that's terrible so what does like a normal schedule look like for you like a normal week schedule I feel like you're still laughing at me coughing what? up blood. Oh, I'm just moving on to the ne- to my next, you know, I'm just living in my own world. Yeah, I'm literally just like, <laughs> okay, politely. good luck. <laughs> Sorry to hear you were coughing up blood. I literally got to the front of the line at the clinic, like, <laughs> like this huge attack, and I literally was like dying, like, like vomiting like because I was coughing so hard and like I literally walked out there I pulled my mask down and I was like this is coming out of me I can't breathe you need to help me now (laughs) that's terrible it was bad that is terrible it was real bad we're sorry and we're glad you're better now yeah I'm luckily like I I probably I like just avoided hospitalization (laughs) I'm such a terrible I'm turning into my mother like actively I'm like good luck Danielle 
Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Typical. You're fine right. now. It's okay. okay. Um, okay, so Dr. Krista Marie, what does your weekly <laughs> what does your weekly schedule look like? So a typical week. So right now, so right now I'm in this like transition period. Um, mm-hmm. like I mentioned, you know, the plot thickens, we mm-hmm. will be leaving, moving soon. Mm-hmm. Um, But right now I do two things. One, I work in the urgent care setting. So Mm -hmm. I pick up a lot of shifts there. And then I also um, do locum tenens jobs where I work in the family practice outpatient settings. Nice. Mm -hmm. So the weeks can really vary. If Mm -hmm. I am in urgent care, usually I'm there about three to four times during the week. And then if I've picked up um, a locum shift at an outpatient facility, I'm there during the whole week. And those, that's a, your traditional family medicine hours. So that's going to be from like 8 a.m. or 8.30 to about 4, 3.30, 4 p.m. Oh, nice. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing locums positions, how do you follow up with patients if you're not there, I guess? How does that work? So it depends. If some of the, it depends on the opportunity. So mm-hmm. some of them are longer right? So you can do two weeks or four week or six week type assignments. And at that point, if they're longer assignments, you have some opportunity to follow up with the patients. If it's a shorter type of assignment, like a week, maybe you need to fill in for a doc that's leaving on vacation or who may be out sick. You don't get that true opportunity to really follow up with your patients. Okay. You're the second person we've talked to who um, has done the locum stuff. And that seems like a really great gig for another a number of reasons. So you, are you going to yeah. stick with that for a while, do you think? I, I think so for a little while. I mean, again, everything has its pros and its cons. Mm-hmm. You know, like you asked me, how do you get to really follow up with the mm-hmm. patients? So that's one area that I, I miss. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. get that true continuity of of care with your patients, like what happens three months or six months down the line. Sometimes you don't get that. But at the same time, the pros to it, you get to experience different environments. You get to travel sometimes and you really get to see how different offices work and how they interact. And I still don't miss out on my family medicine training. Mm -hmm. I love urgent care because it gives me some variety. I keep certain skills up, skill sets up. But then when I go back into the out into the family medicine outpatient office, I haven't lost those skills because I'm still able to utilize them with locums. Yeah, that's actually that's great. So cool. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it allows you flexibility with your schedule too. So mm-hmm. you know, if you're in an, in a city or a state where you're just not sure exactly what you want to do yet, or the particular, or if you want to sign with an organization or so forth, you can definitely pick up locums shifts mm-hmm. and still make good money and mm-hmm. practice. That's great. Mm-hmm. Danielle and I see this. Have you ever heard of Steady MD by chance? Steady it's, Steady MD? Yeah. Yeah. It's like this online doctor basically and it's really pretty it's cool. Awesome. Like it's seriously awesome. Yeah. I I we see the same doctor through Steady MD. And yeah. um I actually you go through like a history and physical and stuff and they're all family medicine doctors that they've hired yeah. to do. Wow. And, and so most of the doctors, and they all have different focuses too. Right. Like, so it's like telemedicine. It's like telemedicine, yes. okay. but yeah, but they they're have, licensed in all 50 States. Yeah. Licensed in all 50 States. And they have all have like other things that they're doing. So like one of, you know, 
several of them are actually like Ironman athletes. So they can help you with nutrition and exercise plans and stuff like that. But they're also board certified family medicine doctors. And then, you know, they all have Mm -hmm. some, some, something else that they can relate to like a normal human being with. And they work like part-time doing this online medicine and then part-time in like an office setting or whatever. And I love it. I personally love it. I used it when I was in California at the figs retreat because I needed help. with my back and I was like I can't I've been gone for two weeks like I can't get to my internal medicine doctor you know so I pull up my study MD app and like I had already gone through the history and physical with her and everything but Mm -hmm. I'm just like like if you were ever interested in something like that I could totally see your personality being so perfect yeah you know that wow. might give i'm gonna have you, to check them out you should because a lot of them have like the different focuses too like how like you're really passionate about health like and like weight management with yeah, obesity right. and mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. you go through and like you take this like quiz and stuff with them that kind of talks through what your health needs and like focuses are like what you want to focus on and it kind of matches you with different doctors that have like that specific specialty so it kind of like caters you to them Wow. Yeah. Okay. So if you ever, check them out. Yeah. If you ever feel the need to have something else to do, which yes. I'm sure you're not busy enough, you just add it yeah. on. But I no. I could just see like your personality. I could see your fiance's being, like, stop. Yeah. He's probably like, like can we just, my, you know, like get married? <laughs> but yeah. I feel like your personality would be like amazing in that. In that, yeah. I mean, everybody would honestly love her. Like, I'm sure. You'd oh, be wow. like, well, thank you. I'm going to have to check them out. You totally yeah. should. I mean, that. That really is the way medicine's going now, mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. you know, more telemedicine options. And so it's gr- it's great to hear you guys say that you re- actually really love and enjoy yeah. using that app and, and the, the features of it. I loved it. it. We both yeah. see a female. We both, and her name is Danielle, actually. You can find her on the website. But when you did... <laughs> can't escape our own. <laughs> when you do the consultation, you know, it's like she's just sitting in her house like a normal person and you're doing like a history and physical and her dog is there, you know, like should I think a bulldog or a Frenchie or something like that, but it's just like very normal. <laughs> well, mine was in an office. But... Oh really? Well, she was sitting in yes. her house whenever she saw me and I just like really liked it. Like it felt like very yeah. comfortable. I felt like I could talk to her. She's a, you know, yeah. so anyway, I do have kind of a selfish question. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> what? Go ahead. <laughs> Your face is literally flawless. <laughs> oh, here we go. I want to hear the answer to this what, too. What is your skin routine? Like, are you like, yeah, I want to use like medical grade products or like I like natural products best or, or I am just blessed and I use a bar of Dove soap. Oh and my like, gosh. If you say that, if you say, say that, that I'm going to be so jealous. I wish I could say that, but I will say my, gr- so thank you. Thank you. My grandma actually used to use, just use Dove. That was the yeah. thing. She used Dove and Pond. Of course, oh my Pond gosh, cream. Your grandma's yeah, like, like a layer, it. like cream. a walking advertisement. That That's like I love yeah, that. that. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all are so funny. Um, I don't. I mean, I think. Honestly, I think it's a combination of a, of a lot of things. And yeah. that's also something I talk a lot about. I mean, yes, your products that you're using, but then also what you're doing in life for myself, yeah. you know, I mean, it's so important to sleep and mm-hmm. I'm guilty of it. Sometimes I don't get enough, but lately yeah. I've been trying to put my sleep in and, um, I mean, making sure you drink enough water, <laughs> honestly, stay hydrated. And I don't yeah. have a 15 step regimen that I follow every day. No, yeah. it's very simple. It literally is probably like four or five, five steps that I use in the morning. And this, the big secret, take your makeup off at night. 
Oh, um, yeah. Wash your face, girl. I know. That's a book. I think there, there's like a, <laughs> that's a there's like a book or something. Yeah, I think it's called like it bitch wash your girl, face. Or something. You know, it's, it's called girl wash your face, not girl bitch wash your face. Your face. <laughs> <laughs> it's called girl wash your face. But maybe well, we just I feel like you need to tell people that, but like, stop sleeping in your makeup. Like, right. <laughs> bitch wash your stop. face. Don't sleep in your makeup. I Don't do that. that. <laughs> Number one, no, no. Okay. Okay. I can handle that. Yeah. Segue. Um, do you do any mentoring <laughs> at all? Yes, I do. And um, another reason why I love social media, and I don't know if you, you've seen it on my page, mm-hmm. but I actually am a co-founder um, with my other friend and colleague for an organization called Young Lady Watching. And <gasps> yeah. Okay. Maybe it's time to check it out. <laughs> Young Lady Watching. And so we basically... Um, are here to empower and encourage and mentor young women who are interested in entering healthcare fields. God, that's so important. I mean, providing mentorship, providing um, different opportunities, hoping to just remove some of the barriers that we faced when we were on the path of the journey to medicine and hopefully trying to just make it a little bit easier for those coming up. That's so wonderful. Well, that's got to just be so... God, that's so great because they're just... There aren't enough, and that's why part of the reason why I love your account so much is that like you are, you're, so many young girls are exposed to that and being like, hell yeah, that girl looks like me. I can do that, you know, and there just aren't enough. And like, I feel like that's changing so much and it makes me so happy that there's more women that are actually in medicine and taking up this mantle and just being like no like I did it you can do it and here's how I did it and like I want to help you succeed and I just feel like you're the epitome of that oh thank you and I agree with you I love seeing it as well too I mean I Mm -hmm. I felt like when I was on the path I didn't see a lot of it yeah I don't know if it truly existed but I just didn't see it Mm -hmm. and I know for young women out there if you and I've heard it too you can't be what you, what you don't see. So when people see me and I'm telling young ladies, like, you know what? I did it. I went through X, Y, Z struggle and I still came out and saw the light. You can do it too. If this is something you really want to do, you can do it. Let me help you. And there's no harm in reaching back and helping, helping someone else. So that's great. I love that. You can't be what you can't, what you don't see. That's <laughs> true. You can't. You know, no. we can't. We talk- you don't know it's available to you. No. Correct. Did you, did you meet mm-hmm. Britt Odom at the last Figs retreat? Oh my gosh. I was totally, gr- is she listening? I was girl. She'll, girl- she will listen. Girl- she, she listens. I, lo- I, I love crushing. her. I love her so much. And she was on, when she was on the podcast, I swear we all just stared at each other like. Um, I know, but in awe. yeah, basically, because yeah. she's just so wonderful. I mean, honestly, I she like is. I could see. I love her husband too today. He's oh my god, so he's cute, so sweet. Them two together, Aww. so cute. But so I'm trying to put together a timeline, and I'm guessing. Have you been pra- practicing attending now for like one or two years, or how long have you been completely done? It's going on a little bit more than three. Oh, okay. So, so you're a little ahead of her, awesome. maybe. I'm not sure in training. Or something like that. But she just started working as an attending. She finished. Yes, mm-hmm. which you mm-hmm. probably know all of this. Sorry. She, but when we <laughs> interviewed her, she said in her training, D, correct me if I'm wrong, but she never had a black female physician to look up to 
And it wasn't no, until she had a black male physician, but it wasn't until like far into her training that she even had that. And mm-hmm. so she really struggled for mentors and people that were like her, looked like her, whatever. And it was mm-hmm. kind of the same situation. And I could see her doing some sort of mentoring someday if she's not already doing it as well. But to me, I, you know, we can all be in our own little boxes and not realize it. But when she said that, I was like that. Like, it's not just to be a woman, but to not have that example available to you, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it's 10 times harder, like everything is 10 times harder whenever you're put in that position. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what you're doing with the mentoring program, I think, even has more gravity than maybe like the general public realizes. So (laughs) mad props to you. Thank you thank for you. everything that you're doing. Yeah, thank you. World. Seriously. <laughs> so. If I can just, you know, make one person's life a little bit better, then hey, I have done check done my for job. sure. And you have your Instagram right. account. So people can reach out to you, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yes. And they do. They do. Really? And feel free. You're listening, slide into my DMs. I Are they still, that. they still say that, right? Yeah, they say yeah. Lizzo says that. So I, I, people say that. <laughs> yeah. So and and they do. And if you know, if I had the the guts when I was younger, I would too. And I Absolutely. saw someone online doing something that I wanted to do or aspired to do. I certainly yeah. would send them a message. And um, we and it's so funny for young lady watching. We just had a, an event. Um, it was similar. It was like a little a meetup event in Atlanta where we had over 50 attendees. Oh, wow. Um, all women who were interested in medicine, healthcare, And we were talking just about mentor, the importance of mentorship, finding a mentor, mm. establishing those relationships. Yeah. And because social media is so huge now, the appropriate ways to go about sliding in someone's DM. Oh, and, that's great. You know, just approaching them because people. there is, it's definitely is a, a little dance right and there's an yeah. appropriate way to do it so yeah that was wow that was great that's a great point too it's it, you never know how yeah. to reach out to somebody unless somebody teaches you honestly like it's you know Correct. or you're just yeah blessed. i'm like, going at it blind i'm just like hi um please come on my podcast <laughs> i think you're really awesome and i want the world to know you <laughs> that's great that's a great start at least you're not going, hey, girl, hey. You yeah. Know, no. yeah. yeah, can't do that. <laughs> Definitely can't do that. No, no. <laughs> well, got to keep it professional. Truth, truth. Is there anything yeah. else about what you're doing? <laughs> is there anything next for you that you want to share? Or I know you said like TBD, but yeah. is there like a little hint at something <laughs> that you want to like share with us? Or it is TBD, but I will okay. share. Um, and I, I'm, finished a book and I actually launched it but we're going to be having an actual sorry <laughs> I'm so excited for you <laughs> you guys are so funny I love y'all send us a link to purchase it we will we will purchase it I'll post it all oh over my the head. I'll post it on my personal guys page so I'll be funny. like go buy this book I haven't read it yet but I know it's gonna be good <laughs> but I still I still talk about it but I'm gonna I plan to have an actual like a huge launch party can I in come? a couple of, of weeks. Oh my gosh, yes. You can come. You can come. Sorry, it's, called Glow up your, it's called Glow Up Your Life, the Rx for looking yes. and feeling good from the inside out. Aww. And I share, It's I talk a little bit about medicine, but then I also share um, some parts about a, a story about me that happened on during my journey into medicine. Um, and that has kind of led me to where I am today in my mindset mm-hmm. and why 
I believe in this glow up, right? This like ultimate yeah. transformation, which is just not, oh, okay, glow on the outside, but yeah. how you're feeling on the inside, yes. what you're doing for yourself so that you can obviously feel good and look good on the outside. Oh right? my god. Go after your goals and achieve them. So it's called Glow Up Your Life. And I'm it's so out excited. There I'm like, I'm like crying. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I wasn't really expecting you to say that, but I'm so <laughs> like, that is, that's huge. We should have I'm like so started pumped. with that. I mean, jeez. Well, it was huge. I mean, I didn't, that wasn't on, you know, on my radar to write a book. And yeah. I wrote a book and um, I planned to have an actual launch party earlier this year, but then. Mm-hmm had some issues going on with my family and yeah. I ended up taking a little break, uh, but it is out in the world Great. for the world to enjoy. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we'll be that is such for a it. great note to like finish on. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited for you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited too. So lots well, in store. I'll just, we'll just have to have you on again to, to talk about like the book more in depth then. And like, and do that because I, yeah, I'd love to help spread the word about it in any way possible. Oh, I'd love that. Thank you. Thank you. So where, right, well, that was just a little teaser, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, like, sh- 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 God, it's like, so <laughs> where can people find you? Where do you um, want people to find you? Yes. They can find me on all social media handles by Dr. Krista Marie. Okay. And that's it. Perfect. Yeah down and dirty very simple that's it my gosh Mm -hmm. well it's so nice to meet you I'm so jealous that I didn't get to meet you before I felt (laughs) kind of left out like a third wheel when we first got in here but maybe next time another event you're family now we're all family now perfect yeah another event Mm -hmm. but you're you're really wonderful you're so easy to talk to and quite a force (laughs) so thank you and thanks for having me I enjoyed it this was like a, just a girls' conversation, like a little slumber party. Yes. And uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you for having me on here. Y'all are doing wonderful things with WOMED. I love it. Right. Thanks oh, so much. Thank you so much. That really means a lot. Okay. okay. Well, well, this has been a, another episode of the WOMED. And as always, you can like, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tag a friend, force them to, on like a road trip to listen to it. I don't care what you got to do. Everyone and every woman in medicine, come on, listen. Sorry, I'm going to ramble a little bit. I'm just happy. This is, yeah, I hope you're happy. Womet out. <laughs>